Welcome, welcome, welcome. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, and thank you guys once again for joining the Nine Innings Podcast, hosted by yours truly, Kevin Thompson, founder and CEO of Nine Innings Capital Group. Thank you guys for joining us. As I always say, subscribe to the channel. As I always say, go and get my book, MLB to CFP, live on Apple Books. If you have any questions, comments, or concerns, you can email us at nine innings at nine Send us your questions, comments, or concerns, or you can go to our website at www.9innescapitalgroup.com. Schedule an appointment. If you want to listen to our old YouTubes and, and podcasts, go to the YouTube and type in 9 Capital Group and listen, and listen and subscribe to our channel. If you want to listen to our audio version, you can go to the iTunes and type in 9 Capital Group there. Listen to our old audio versions as well. As you know, we're here to do what? Educate empower and engage and today we're here to talk to you about some principles around long-term successful investing that's what we're here to talk about today seven principles around long-term successful investing here from the 980s capital group podcast let's get it So, you know, we're here to educate, you know, you know, we're here we're to empower and we're here to give you guys knowledge about what's going on in this current environment. And we're here to give you some insight on principles around successful long-term investing. So part one, principle one, plan on living a long time. The probability of one person in a couple reaching 85 years old is 89%, according to the guide to the market. It's 89%. And if you go to 90 years old, the probability is almost a 50-50 coin flip. So it's important to understand that when you hit 65, you hit that retirement age, whatever that 65, 66, 67, whatever that age may be, you have another 15, 20 to 25 years in retirement. Some of us more, some of us less, but on average, it's going to be a, a, a relatively long time. So it's important that we plan on living a long time, doing the proper things before we get to those ages to make sure that we have enough assets, to make sure we have enough protection, to make sure that we have enough of everything to make sure we maintain ourselves inside of retirement. That's why I always say getting with a financial planner at certain, at especially at this age is, is imperative because they can help you put you on the right path to make sure that all of the, 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 the I's are dotted and T's are crossed. And also to make sure that they can stress test your plan for rising costs, whether it be inflation, healthcare costs, a long-term care event, a premature death. All of these things can be uh, stress tested for to make sure that the assets that you currently have will maintain you through retirement. So one, plan on living a long time. Two, understanding that cash isn't always king and it doesn't earn what it used to. Investors often think cash is a safe haven asset during volatile times or even as a source of income. However, Despite a more hawkish stance by the Federal Reserve, nominal and real yields are still relatively low historically. 
Investors should be sure an allocation to cash does not undermine their long-term investment objective. It's important to understand that when we go to cash, it doesn't necessarily mean that we're removing risk. We are removing market risk, but we're not removing the risk of loss. Understanding that inflation will inevitably eat at cash because interest rates on interest rates on fixed income do not generate enough to offset or outpace inflation. So it's important to understand that when we talk about then what used to happen with CDs versus now, what now happens with CDs from the 2010s to the 2020s, in 2020, so far, the income earned on a $100,000 six-month CD is roughly $300. The income needed to beat inflation is $6,000. What happened then in the early 1980s, 1990s, and year 2000s, where CDs were outpacing inflation, it no longer exists. So right now, we have to find other ways to place our cash or invest our cash because inflation is beating that mark. So cash isn't always king, part two. Part three, harness the power of dividends and compounding. This right here to me is the most important thing. Reinvesting dividend payments allows that money can continue to grow. Think about this. If you have a 10% yield, let's just use this hypothetically. You have a dollar, you have a 10% yield. Now you have a dollar 10, and then you have a 10% yield the following year. So that dollar 10 now goes up by another 10%. So it's the compounding of compounding of compounding over the long term. An initial investment of $10,000 in the S&P 500 over the last 20 years. So we put in $10,000 over the last 20 years. As of the end of December 2021, the price return only is 114272 which is a pretty good investment. But if, when you look at the return with dividends reinvested, that ending value was $208,000. So, so if I pull out my trusty calculator here, that's a, that's a $93,000 difference over the price return. And if I look at it, well, over a one-year term is 82%, but if I divide that by 20, that's an additional 4.1% annualized return over that 20-year period. What does that mean? Well, 4.1% average annualized return. So what does that mean? It means that that's the power of compounding. That's the power of dividends. That's the power of things that produce income streams for you inside of retirement. Harness the power of dividends and compounding. Number three. Number four, avoid emotional biases by sticking to the plan. What does that mean? First and foremost, we have to get rid of the noise. We have to get rid of the, the MSNBCs, the Fox News, all these different networks. They're telling us, oh, here comes a bear. Here comes a bull. Here comes this. Here comes that. They're trying to, uh, they're trying to evoke a, a, an emotional response where you make a 
a call on markets. They're trying to make sure that you not only uh, receive that emotional response, but that you react to it and you keep your eyeballs on them. They're paying, they have, they have to pay for advertising. Think about this. If every one of us decided to avoid the, the media and not listen to all this stuff, how would they make money? They wouldn't. So their job is to make sure that they give you an emotional response by providing you emotional uh, emotional biases, by, by removing yourself from the overall plan. However, part four, we're avoiding emotional biases by sticking to our overall plan and avoiding the urge to time the market. The average investor return over the last 20 years has been about 3.6% according to the Dalbar study. Returns in a 60-40 stock to bond portfolio, just plain Jane, Hey, I'm going to stick it in the market and see what happens. It's been 7.4%. So that's all. That's almost a three, a three and a half percent return. Oh, actually, almost a four, a four percent return. And what we call alpha, that's been generated by removing the the urge to buy and sell. So what does this mean? It means that sticking to your plan, avoiding emotional biases, avoiding the the the, the idea of of market timing is crucial. Now I hear the, you hear, I hear what you're saying in the background. Is the 60-40 portfolio dead, Kevin? Is it dead? I mean, all these things have changed. Interest rates and inf inflation, it's always changing. It's always changed. It's, it's changed back in the 70s, changed back in the 80s. Or they said the same thing back in the 90s. It's always this. It's always something. But the reality is if you stick to your plan, your plan will work. Number five. Volatility is normal, so don't let it derail you. I know we saw 20, 30% in the NASDAQ, 20, 22% in the S&P 500, 15 to 17 to 20% in the Dow Jones. I get it. But over the last 42 years, you're going to be tired of me saying this to you. Over the last 42 years, 75% of the time, the market ended positive. 75%. That's in years when the market was down 20, 20, 25%. The market ended positive most of those years. Every year has rough patches. Despite the many pullbacks, like I said before, 75% of the times were positive. Volatility is your friend. Volatility is normal. 14% peak to trough declines are on average. So if we know this, stick to your overall plan. Six, diversification works. And it's a winning strategy over the long run. On a well-diversified portfolio over the last 15 years, averaged about 6.1% according to a guide to the market. So what is this telling you? It's telling us that not being overly allocated to a single asset class makes sense. Not being overly allocated to a single asset class makes sense. Not being all small cap, all large cap, all this, all that. Having a diversified mix of asset classes because we don't know which one's going to win in any given year. But what we do know is that remaining diversified across multiple asset classes over the long term does what? It increases our re rates of return and it lowers our volatility on our portfolio. Although we may not be number one in that year, we will be somewhere in the middle because we know what? 
we're not going to be number one, but we're not going to be last on the portfolio on the on the chart either. We're going to be in the middle, getting a more a, a nice smoother ride on our portfolio. That is the purpose of diversification. Because guess what? When you look at it over a 20, 25 year period, we're going to be somewhere near the top quartile, and we're going to for returns and the bottom quartile in regards to uh, volatility. That's the benefit of diversification. Part seven, staying invested matters. Why is that important? Because we know over the long term, not removing yourself from markets is key. Staying invested matters and is the most important, essential principle of all. Market timing can be dangerous habit, like we just said before. Investors think they can outsmart the market. Other times they fear and they get out of market. There's always these things about, oh, I'm doing very well. I, I get greedy. I get emotional. Oh, I'm doing very poorly. I need to get out of markets. When you see the markets kind of have that capitulation where they go down 15, 20% or 10 or 12% in a day or 5 or 6% in a day or 3% in a day, it's because that's capitulation. Investors start to fear for the worst. On average, think about this. The Michigan Consumer Sentiment Index. Over the last 50 years, there's been eight distinct peaks and troughs in that index. So Consumer Sentiment Index and subsequent 12-month S&P 500 returns. Eight sentiment peaks at the top. The S&P 500 returns, 12-month average return has been about 4.1%. But listen to this. When sentiment is really, really low and it goes down, the average S&P return after the following 12 months, 24.9%. So what does that mean? When sentiment gets bearish, when sentiment gets bad, we need to be buying. We need, to, we need to be going in there and say, you know what? I know this is going to be better. I know this typically goes back up. So think about it that way. So we talked about some key principles. Principle one, plan on living a long time. Principle two, cash isn't always king. Principle three, harness the power of dividends and compounding. Principle four, avoid emotional biases by sticking to a plan. Principle five, Volatility is normal, so don't let it derail you. Principle six, diversification works. And principle seven, staying invested matters. Why is this important? Because we have to rid ourselves from all this nonsense that's going on with the media, throwing this big bulls and big bears and whatever they want to throw at us and tell us how we feel about certain things because you know, what's, you know what feels good? Making money. And making money should be boring. The more boring it is, the better it is. Thank you guys for listening to the 980s podcast. Thank you guys for enjoying us. Thank you guys for the subscriber growth. As you know, what we're here to do, educate, empower, and engage. And today we talked to you about seven principles of successful long-term investing. Go to the website, www.980scapitalgroup.com. If you have any questions, comments, or concerns, send us an email at 980s at 99icapgroup.com as well. Go to the iTunes channel. Listen to our old audio versions, 980s Capital Group there on the Apple iTunes store. Please don't hesitate to reach out to us. Stay humble, stay safe, and we'll see you guys again next week.